Welcome to the Midnight Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Easton Bennett, alongside my fellow co-host, Tyler Sinden. We are both entrepreneurs who are learning, growing, and building our own businesses. And our goal is to share our experiences and knowledge to help you grow and become a successful entrepreneur. Strap in. Tyler, what's going on? Another Tuesday afternoon. Actually, it's Wednesday. Another Wednesday. We're filming on Wednesday this week. Uh, how are things going? I wouldn't say it's afternoon. It's about evening, but things are going fairly decently. What about you, Easton? Well, I uh, deleted half of the audio to a previous podcast I recorded, so a little upset with myself, but you know, it's extreme accountability. It's my fault, and uh, we just got to move on with it. I'm going to have to use the camera audio. It's going to sound like ass. It's probably my it's probably my favorite podcast I've ever recorded for the business podcast too. So I was pumped. But what do you do? You know, what do you do? Learn from your mistakes and don't don't do it again and don't do it on this episode. Yeah, I'll try not to do it on this episode. Uh, hopefully, the mic is better this episode because I've been having some issues lately. But so far, I'm looking at the levels here and everything's looking good. So that's a good thing. But I think the problem with the other podcast and why I fucked up with it is because the person that usually runs the cameras had to leave in the middle of the podcast. So then I had to get up and restart the cameras myself. And, you know, maybe it's, this is just a Canon problem. If I had Sony's, this wouldn't be an issue. I already beat you to it. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Sony's are the goats. Yep. But uh, other than that, what have you been up to? Anything new in the last week? Well, one thing I want to say is you taught, you said something about this is about our experiences and us building and growing businesses. And with that, there comes downtimes and that's what I want to talk about is because I feel like recently I've been in a little bit of a rut where I have no idea what I want to do, just directionless. And it's kind of sucked recently. So, you know, just being transparent and maybe one day we can look back at this and be like, it's not always uphill. There's going to be downhills, uh, maybe not downhills, but it's going to be down downward going. So yeah, recently it's been a little shitty, but we're, we're going. Hey, that's what happens in business. You know, if it was a perfect straight line, everyone would be successful, right? Yeah. If it were easy, everyone would be doing it. So I, I actually reached out to this other guy and hopefully it's honestly, it's, it's helped me out a little bit. And this just happened last night, basically. And I think it's going to help me out a bit. And he talked about meeting weekly with him and doing like accountability calls and we can go over what we're going to be working on the week. And I'm basically going to be helping him out. And I just want to basically tap into his reach and his audience. And they they won't necessarily be me, but I said I would make reels, reels for him because one thing that he was doing was just posting his tweets. You see those tweets that people will post for reels all the time where it's just the tweet. There's nothing yeah. on it and how Instagram pushes videos. And I'm like, bro, you should just make real or make make that into a reel because he was posting on a story. You're not going to get much reach there. I sent that to him. And then later that day, I was like, you know what? I'm going to reach back out to him. I'm going to tell him I'll do it for him. Don't got to pay me anything. I'm just going to do it. And if anyone asks who makes his reels for him, just, you know, say it's your boy. <laughs> Throw my hat in the ring. So, That's all you need. Yeah. So I'm just trying to tap into his, his audience and, that's honestly one thing that's actually that I've done recently when I was finding find myself feeling a little directionless, but that just happened yesterday and it, it kind of sparked a little bit of, you know, excitement into what I'm doing. And he also brought up meeting weekly and I was like, you know what, I used to do that all the time with my one buddy. And those were like the next few days after those meetings were the most productive 
days that I would have all week. And I just found those accountability calls helped a lot. So starting to pick up, I guess. Is that, is this person somebody that you've talked about previously or someone new? I feel like I might've mentioned him here and there. Uh, He went to Minot State and met him, met him there, met him at school. And we've connected a little bit um, afterwards because he's, he's out there putting in work nonstop and just seeing him put in work makes me, makes me motivated. And that's a part of the reason why I do want to help him out because I see him put in the work and I see like his potential and what he can strive to be. So I have brought him up recently or a few times. Can I have his name? Eddie Gomez. <laughs> okay. Yes. You could have just said Eddie from the beginning and I would have said, yep. Okay. That's, that makes sense. But, uh, no, that's good. That should be good. I know we briefly talked about accountability meetings, but I'm not accountable for anything. So, uh, glad you found a different, uh, <laughs> route to go with that. <laughs> um, uh, as far as things on my end, anything new, um, what is new? God, what is new, Tyler? Not a whole lot to tell you that much. Uh, yeah, just working till the end of the year. Hopefully, this year is done quickly. Um, got just some things I got to finish up. A few edits. Um, other than that, not much. Just a couple of shoots. New with your partnership? Nope. Uh, I got to text a guy. I think we're gonna meet next week. Um, to talk about things moving into January. I guess I did have a couple people reach out for some projects, but. I told them I'll meet with you guys in January because I just don't want to meet with anyone else the rest of the year. So that's been the plan as far as that goes. Uh, And then, yeah, I got to meet with that guy from Bismarck. Hopefully we come up with a strategy on how we can transition his business and my business together, as well as how he can help me with these clients moving forward, the ones I already have. So that's that. But other than that, yeah, just kind of shooting a lot of stuff lately, um, making sure I get everything out that needs to go podcast wise. And then, yeah, it's kind of coast in for the next week till we get to 2023 do you you have a lot of reoccurring clients i know a few of them but do you are majority of clients reoccurring or are they Um, new a lot of them like we do stuff every year but it's never on like a schedule so that's one thing i'm going to try to do this coming year is have all of them sit down in january not together not like a conference room but one-on-one and say hey what is your guys budget for 2022 what do we want to shoot this year And then I kind of have a plan moving throughout the year. Um, So we're going to try to do that. That's something I learned from Matt, the guy from Bismarck that I was talking to. There was one other thing I was going to say, actually, now that you bring it up. um, uh, What was the last piece of information that I've given you on the Fargo client? That was that Uh, we're going to be starting. Yep. We're going to be starting that in February. So that's the plan for that. Um, we're going to have January as a month to kind of plan and strategize for a six month um, plan as far as that goes. So that's going to be starting January, the first trips going there and that should be good. So that's probably the only updates, I guess, going back on the last two weeks of things we've talked about, but that's kind of what we're sitting at. Cool. Maybe a little foreshadowing for a potential future episode, but it seems like you got a lot of new projects coming up in 2023 maybe you'll be approaching it a little bit differently and maybe in a future episode we can talk about your game plan moving forward and what you plan on doing in the next one to five years uh yeah we can plan for that you know how my planning goes though so if it doesn't end up (laughs) working out you know i'd be like you know what i'm just flying by the seat of my pants today tyler 
we'll we'll, we'll try and get it in there. We'll yeah. try and you know maybe that maybe that's one thing that we'll work on in the coming years planning and preparation. We'll we'll work on that a little yeah. bit. You can't pluck feathers off a bald chicken. That's what I tell people. You know. Okay. I've heard that one before. <laughs> I just heard it the other day and I figured I'd throw it into conversation. <laughs> Got to add it somewhere. Wherever I can, that's where I want to add it. Uh, but yeah, anything other, any brief talk, anything else you want to update us on Tyler before we move into this week's episode? No, I, I've just been struggling and I, what, what, one thing that I just started doing was binging a bunch of content and no, um, (laughs) Alex Hermosi, Alex Hermosi shit and just trying to like learn as much as possible and, and then not just learn, actually apply that shit. So yeah, that's basically trying to get myself out of this because I'm either just going to sit on the couch and do jack all or I'm going to sit there and binge this content and then hopefully I, I'll learn from it and then hopefully I can apply it. So that's basically where I'm at. And it seems like I'm starting to apply it with uh, talking with Eddie. So yeah. hopefully hopefully some... I feel... I, I don't know if anything will come out of it, but I, I think it'll help spark me to give me motivation to do stuff that I enjoy doing. Yeah. And that's something we'll have to reconvene because I believe this episode will be the last of 2022. We'll film another yeah, one correct. in 2022, but it'll come out in 2023. So when the first episode 2023 drops, we can maybe give you an update. You'll have, you know, one or two weeks under your belt talking with Eddie and we'll see how that's going so far. Yeah, I guess this will all be coming right out after Christmas. So Merry Christmas, everyone. Yes, Merry Christmas. Uh, hopefully you had a good Christmas. Hopefully you got uh, everything you wanted and not coal. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm giving people, just bags of coal, just a sack of sorry. So I'm going to carry them out at Christmas and just hand them out. Uh, all right, I, let's get... That'd be funny to do one Christmas. A sack of sorry's? No, just uh, give people coal. Oh, oh, coal, yeah. I've been doing it for years. It's fun. Um, all right, let's get into this week's uh, episode, business failures, successes we learned in 2022. So we kind of wanted to go over our year in review almost, talk about some things we did, some things we implemented, what worked, what didn't work. So uh, Tyler, I know you have your list here of things to talk about. Are they ordered in any particular order of what did and didn't work? Or do you just want to kind of bounce back and forth? Uh, or we could do, ordered. or we could do like, you know, we talk about yours and then mine and then go into the business idea. What do you think is the best way? I feel like we have a few that overlap over each other, so maybe we could touch on them and okay. then we could uh, just go back and forth with them. But they're not ordered in any particular way. I just tried to think of everything that I did this year. Um, maybe missed out on a few of few stuff that I did, but I tried to think of failures, stuff that I tried out, new stuff, and all that. So no, no particular order for my, for myself. So. Good thing I got a mute button on this fucking mic. This is awesome. That was a big I one. Yeah, I could I could have just left it and just had you sit there in silence. All right, yeah. Well, let's get into uh, let's get into some of the topics then. I'll kind of just quiz you a little bit. You can quiz me, and we'll bounce back and forth on what we tried, what we didn't try. So, first one on yours. You know, it's uh, social media heavy a little bit on this one. Facebook, TikTok, Pinterest ads. Uh, do you want to just talk about ads in general, and then I'll talk about my experience with ads? Yeah, we can talk about ads with, so the cool thing with Pinterest, we, so this was our first year in business. And the cool thing with Pinterest is when you first set up a Pinterest account, they give you an ad credit. So I forget what it was for us at the time, if it was like $250 or whatever it was, 
they give you a NAD credit. So it's a good way to get started on there. So since we got some free money, we're like, let's try it out, see how it goes. Did not go as planned. We don't think we got any sales out of it. So I believe we took the ad credit. We spent all the money on the ad credit and then we let it run a little bit after that. And I think all that we really got out of it was website traffic. And I'm pretty sure we ran the giveaway on it as well. And I don't even, I think we got maybe one email out of it. So not much ROI there. So you might have to find a specific audience or maybe specific product or service that you're using with Pinterest, because clearly for us, it did not have any benefits. So maybe, maybe it was the, the creative, maybe it was the landing page. There's several different things that could go into it, but Pinterest just did not work out for us. I don't know if you've ever had any experience with Pinterest, but it did not work. Yeah, no, I don't think I have. I've never, I mean, I've went on Pinterest as like a consumer, just as, you know, maybe I'm looking for design ideas or some sort of something, but I've never went in there business-minded like, hey, let's run ads or promote anything. So it's interesting because uh, service-based business, I don't know if that's really where Pinterest excels, but, you know, I see a lot of retail things on there for sure. Yeah, the cool thing about it, depending on which area you're in because with say Facebook and I believe Google you're limited on the exact not Google actually you're limited on the exact targeting that you can do so with Facebook you can't target specific zip codes so the cool thing with Pinterest you can do that but for us we we were really broad with it it was just all of Canada we might have had all of US too so we were really broad with it but we've had other circumstances with uh, clients at work that we've targeted specific zip codes because they were high income neighborhoods. So that's a cool thing that you can do with Pinterest. Yeah. And that's super interesting. Uh, It's funny when you look at the different ways of targeting, you know, what can you do on this platform? What can you do on not or on the other platform? So that's kind of cool to look at. So TikTok, Facebook ads, you want to talk about your experience there? I know the only ads that I ran for my business in 2022 was Facebook stuff, Uh, maybe like one or two Instagram ones, but that was just, uh, you know, that's because I ran on Facebook and forgot to click Instagram off. So it kind of just ran itself. But uh, what are your thoughts on the Facebook TikTok? Did those work? I want to ask you a question on that first. It, that's interesting that you turned off in Instagram. What was the strategy behind that? Well, the ads I was running were uh, for the Mine Up Business podcast. And I knew a majority of my audience was probably going to be on Facebook. Whereas Instagram... I don't know why, but it's it went so much to reels that I rarely ever, I don't know the last time I saw a sponsored like in-feed post was. So I think that's just kind of a waste of money. I don't know uh, if that's true or not, but I would rather just put all my dollars into Facebook. I know the 30 to 50 year old market is there. The people that are running businesses maybe are not caught up on Instagram as much. And the people I was trying to hit were just mainly on Facebook. So there wasn't a huge thought process that went into it, but I would have had to change maybe the creative a little bit or the wording if it was on Instagram. And I just rocked and rolled with Facebook. So for context, you're running ads for your podcast. Are you, is it an ad or a boost? Uh, It is a boost. Okay. So are you creating a new creative? Is it a picture? Is it just a video? What are you boosting? It's just that. So every week when the episode drops, let's say it's episode 30, it's the photo of the episode, like the thumbnail 
episode shows the name, who it is, the picture, and then the little blurb, like episode 30's out, so-and-so talks about XYZ, check it out here, and then I just run it for engagement. So it's never like, hey, call us or book a call or anything. It's always just trying to get engagement, shares, likes, because in turn, I think that's what people are looking for out of that thing. I have nothing to sell these people. So really, I just want listens. Um, so that's, I was just going strictly engagement. So would you link to your YouTube video, your podcast? What would you link to? Linktree. Okay. Gotcha. And then it has everything. So I, for all the podcasts I do, I uh, put Linktree in there. So it's, you know, it has Spotify, Apple, YouTube, pretty much everywhere you'd want to watch or listen to a podcast, it's all on the link tree. And then I kind of just let people decide from there. Because if I tag Spotify and someone listens on Apple podcast, then I might not get their click. But if I just leave that link, it's up to them. It does add one more step though. Yeah. And you found that worked well. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I mean, the the link tree click throughs are pretty uh, standard across the board. Like they just stay the same with pretty much everything. Um, I haven't seen any big dips. So I think people are still clicking them. And then as far as the listens go, I mean, slowly growing for uh, the both Three Dudes and the Business Podcast. So I didn't run any ads for the Three Dudes Podcast, but I do use that uh, link tree format. Cool. Right on. Yeah. For me, I found that I we did Facebook and Pinterest or Facebook and Instagram ads. And honestly, it's tough to say how, how it went because we did a few different campaigns. One was obviously the initial giveaway where we were collecting emails and that was a success in my opinion where we were averaging about one dollar per email and then the second one it was multiple campaigns we were running at once so one of them was just a brand awareness campaign so just trying to get our name out there people will see it remember us and then the other one is trying to drive conversions and then we also had other ones where it was creating a group of people and then it was targeting them and then they wouldn't see it for another week. And then after the next week, they would re- see it again. So it was just like a retargeting on the Save Audience campaign. So we tried several different campaigns. And I wouldn't say any, obviously the brand awareness campaign, we aren't trying to be profitable. That's something that's kind of in, intangible because you can't yeah. see the ROI with it. But with the campaigns that we're trying to drive conversions, we weren't really positive with those. So that could come back to the ad creative, the landing page, just the whole experience, the copywriting, the headlines, and anything else that's included in in the bio maybe. And one thing that we're, we were talking about trying coming up here is hiring, going to like a UGC website and saying, hey, create us a creative for this instead of us creating it ourselves, because I don't, honestly, I think it could come back to the creative because I don't think we put enough effort into creating a solid, good creative that's going to drive traffic, has all the good copywriting included Mm -hmm. in it. So I think that was one thing that we were missing. Okay. So would you say it was semi-successful, like you learned through it or not, or complete waste? Oh, definitely learned. It's definitely not a complete waste. If you learn from something, it's it's not a waste. The only, what was that? What's that quote? It's only a failure if you don't learn from it. And I think we learned a lot from it. And 
you know, taken into the consideration what I said, like the ad creative. I don't think we put enough effort into it. We always talked about doing something like, hey, let's get together and film this. Hey, let's do yeah. this. And we just never ended up doing it. I think we were just throwing money behind something, hoping that it would hoping that it would generate uh, conversions. Yeah. And I just don't think it did that very well. And I don't think that's one thing that you can really do where it's just put it out there and oh, it's going to sell because there's a website, there's an ad, people are going to buy it. You got to yeah. actually entice people to buy it. And I think that's one thing that's changing in this market with Facebook letting off a lot of people, their ad revenue is going down, I believe. I don't think a lot of people are spending as much money on these ad, ad platforms because they aren't getting that ROI anymore. So it's interesting. Well, and they know that there's so many different platforms where you can start to get some organic reach, mm -hmm. especially TikTok. You know, you can just post TikTok. TikTok and you hire maybe one person at whatever it is, you know, $20 an hour and they're just creating TikToks for you. So it is shifting the landscape a little bit, especially YouTube shorts right now. I know YouTube shorts are popping off. You know, they get a thousand to 5,000 views. It feels like pretty much anything you post, but it's super weird because some get like five views. So it's yeah, very it's like zero to 10 or it's like yeah. 1000 plus. It's, it's so weird. It's so polarizing. There's so, no in between. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you know, that's, you know, maybe a good thing. Maybe we have to spend less on ads now and we're going to get some organic. Uh, so let's move into Google. You were talking about Facebook ads, right? Or, we, or was that Google? Okay. So let's talk about Google ads a little bit. I haven't done any Google ads. Did you obviously must have done some Google ads? Yeah, we've done some Google ads. Obviously, the one we've talked about it briefly where Shopify has a setup where you just click run ads on these products and yep. it just automatically takes all the information from your website, and sets it up. So if we were to do it again, I don't think we would do that. We would go through the whole process, setting up a shopping ad campaign. And then, you know, you get into all the actual data and analytics where you're able to customize your clicks, customize your bidding, your strategy and all that. So if we were to do Google Google Ads again, it would definitely be revolving around that. And I'm learning a lot more with optimizing campaigns and just trying to target better. And with my clients, it's there's so much to do with Google Ads. It's it's pretty crazy. Like Google owns yeah. everything. So so yeah. So going into 2023, then I know for myself, there are some ads that I wanted to create and start targeting people with that I didn't get to in 2022 that I want to make a focus in 2023. What is your plan moving forward for 2023 to get uh, these ads working a little bit better? So uh, what we were doing when we first started is running ads because we figured we were just going to set up the website, have product, and then once we start running ads, people are going to flock to our website and buy. That's not the case. So what we're thinking about doing is we're actually going to hire someone to create like these UGC content. And then we're going to actually have a good creative that we can put money behind and then see if that works. If yeah. that doesn't work, maybe we can optimize the landing page. Maybe there's something wrong there. There's a disconnect. People are seeing this and they're expecting this. And when they get there, they're not, they, it's, there's a disconnect. So moving forward, I think we will be trying that and we're going to be testing it out to see how it goes. So I think that's one thing that we're going to be testing. What about you? I don't think there's anything in particular uh, that I want to try. I just want to do a little bit more of it. I want to 
I haven't ran any ads for Bennett Creative Media that specifically like, hey, here are our services or like an overview thing. A lot of the stuff I'm running is on specific posts. Like I think I ran the only one I ran this year for Bennett Creative Media was on the new highlight reel we put out, the demo reel. And that was fine, but I just wanted to, you know, have people see it. Um, but yeah, I mean, 2023, I'm looking to do some more specific ads, target specific areas, whether it's Minot, Bismarck or the surrounding areas. So that's what I'm looking to do. But keep sticking with the uh, advertising for the podcast. We're just promoting every episode and then uh, see where it goes from there. You think you'll step into the Google ads, Google ads world? I'd like to tell you yes, but honestly, it's not even on my radar at this point. Um, but we'll see. I mean, I think it it stems from those are th- opportunities that open up if I eventually do end up hiring someone on full time. I know my workload is going to be a lot bigger in 2023, so I'm hoping to have someone on to free up some of that time. Uh, the first thing I'm I think would help a ton is bringing someone on to edit the podcast, podcast clips. Um, that's going to free up a lot of time during the week uh, because I know, especially now that I know how much time it takes, I can hand mm-hmm. it off to someone and say, hey, I know all of this can get done in a day, get it done in a day. And then they have four, you know, four days left to do whatever we're doing. And then I have that whole entire day to do whatever. So I think those opportunities might open up if I hire someone on full time. But like I like to say all the time, you got to put the horse before the cart. So we'll see if we get there. Um, But yeah, I mean, Google ads, it hasn't really been on my radar yet. Fair enough. Um, You got to take a chance, though. Take a risk. Yeah, it's just a whole nother. I know it's just a whole nother world that I'm going to have to dive into and learn about. And right now I just don't have time to do that. And I know people say, well, you always have extra time. And it's like, eh, do, do I? <laughs> do I, though? You do. Do I? Those TikToks at 2 a.m. say otherwise. Well, that's an hour, okay? <laughs> I need some relaxation time, Tyler, okay? You go to the gym for okay. an hour, I watch TikToks for an hour. <laughs> How similar we are. <laughs> Uh, so let's get into a little bit more. I'll maybe talk about one thing before we hop back into your side of things, podcasting. Uh, I guess we can both talk about this cause we started a podcast together, but, um, I started three podcasts this year, uh, all three in different areas. One's an interview. One's, uh, three of the same hosts talking about stupid things. And, uh, one is me and you. So I think that's something that has been successful throughout the year. I know that people were preaching that podcasts are important because you can get all this content from it. And I have seen that, uh, with all of them, we've get, we get clips from this podcast and I get clips from the other podcasts as well. And it really allows me to post more content and it's a pretty easy way to do so. So I'd say podcast in 22, definitely something that, uh, was a success, uh, have a sponsorship on one of the podcasts. So that's also a success, but uh, going to keep that rolling into 2023 as well. I think the cool thing about podcasting for you is how much networking it's opened up for you. Because yeah. I know you talk about the one guy where he's like, you're the podcast guy yeah, and you don't even know him. So it's, I think it's really cool how much podcasting has opened up for you. Yeah. And that's one thing I wish other people would do. Not that they're going to steal my idea and, you know, get bigger and better than me. Like I want my clients to do the same thing as me, because then if they're, if it's working for them, like it's working for me, then in turn, it's going to help me on the back end anyways. But yeah, I think everyone should start a podcast, but then you get the stupid comments on TikTok saying, not everybody needs a podcast. Yes, they do. (laughs) Everybody needs a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
Not everybody not, needs a shitty podcast. I think. Oh man, what are your thoughts on podcast for twenty twenty? What are your pod thoughts on podcast for twenty twenty two? I mean, we started this podcast, obviously. Yeah, I think you always hear people saying that it's not too late to start podcasting, and all these people starting blogs, and there's billions of blogs. That's with a B, billions, mm. and there's only millions of podcasts. And people say it's oversaturated. And it's like, I feel like it's still not sat oversaturated. Like there's there's a little bit of overhead that needs to go in it potentially. Like you can still, uh, there was one guy that I listened to, honestly, he, I, I'm pretty sure he would just take like his earbuds, his Apple earbuds that with like the cord too. Yeah. So it's like extremely old school and he would just record himself in the car. That's what he would say he would be doing. It was really interesting he kind of changed his format of his show and i didn't like it as much so i stopped listening to him but when he was doing that i just thought that was really interesting like you don't really need that overhead you can what this guy was doing and i'm pretty sure he had a pretty big podcast at least from what it seemed like he literally would just use his phone and apple headphones that cost probably like 30 dollars. yeah and the game is changed go, Exactly. And like for you can go above it, say with us, we got our camera, we got a mic. Obviously, mm -hmm. we might have already had a few of the equipment, but we did make the investment for a few of the other stuff. So you can go both ways. You can be able to put out the one issue with podcasting is that audio is extremely important. You want to have make sure that you have really good audio. Yeah. And your audio might not be as good with the Apple headphones, but it's a it's a starting point and it yeah. gets you comfortable gets you used to it and i think i think that's f good for me because for you you get a lot of experience with your other two episodes or two podcasts you're mm -hmm. on basically nonstop so for me this is more so i'm a little bit behind you but it get, gives me that practice for in the future hopefully i will be a lot better maybe not up to your standards because you're in in front of a camera nonstop so yeah it's horrible <laughs> You love I, it. I wish I was. I wish I was back in my old days when I was never in front of a camera and only behind it. You love it. Only joking. It's fun being on camera. It's fun talking, and that's the nice part about podcasts. It allows you to be a better speaker too. I don't know if I've really become a better speaker, but I like to think so. There are episodes when I fumble with my words, though. I know today we were filming an interview with he's co-owner of or manager whatever of a. Uh, alcoholic beverage distributor and he brought beers on the show and yeah you have a couple beers on the show and then it's like poof, all all thought process is out the window but that's all right um so blogging sorry go ahead before you go into that i think it helps a lot this might jump into the a future like another one of the topics that we're going to go into but I think it really helps with your conversations and being a conversationalist because you're able to talk back and forth and it's not just, maybe it is like you're questioning here and there, like you're asking yep. these questions, you have these questions there, but you're being able to talk and interact with these people. And I think that's one huge thing that podcasting has opened up for you is networking. And yeah. especially like, that's also one thing that I found for the past in 2022, networking was huge for me because I started doing some cold emails, which is one thing that I would do on it. We would do, might get into later here mm -hmm. in the podcast. But one thing that I got into was I cold emailed someone, started talking to her. We filmed some stuff. And then what ended up happening, I met her brother. Her brother owns his company. And then it just opens up all those networking opportunities. And I think podcasting, 
being a conversationalist, networking has so many benefits for you. Yeah. And even if you're not noticing it, I know I have been able to have more intelligent and thoughtful conversations with people because of the podcast. I know how to speak. Whereas before you might not know how to continue something or which avenue to take a conversation, but you kind of learn the flow of it, which is fun. Yeah. And just picking up on people's vibes. Yep. And and if, if they're done with a conversation or not. It's like, okay, yeah. I'm out of here. This is fun. <laughs> uh, so blogging and SEO, Tyler, and then we'll get into cold emails after that. I know you mentioned it. Yeah, I. that's one thing that it takes time. And that's what we're realizing with our business is it's we can see the efforts paying off, but it doesn't happen overnight. It takes time to build up and build up that database of you know keywords, ranking, getting up on Google. And that's one thing that we're starting to see is month over month, we're starting to increase our sales because it's it's having that time to soak and marinate in the system and it's, you know, growing. And that's what we're starting to see. So month over month, we're growing and we're seeing the ROI there. Rome wasn't built in one day, Tyler. That's right. That's it what people say, right? Built in two. Exactly. It was built in about a week, week and a half. So if you're not successful over that amount of time, hang them up. All right. Yeah. I don't want any more competition out there. That's the main thing. Um, but no, that's good. I, I have some minor SEO on my website and that kind of goes into the new website. I did put a new website together this year. The color mm-hmm. is a little bit different. It's more uh, white and then the brand color of blue before it was black. It almost felt dark, but put in a little bit more work into that. I think that's helped. I don't know the statistics or numbers on if that's actually helped draw in more clients or more people that are reaching out through the website, but internally it makes me feel better about myself that the website looks a bit more polished. Um, so I'd say that's a success for 22, but let's go into cold emails a little bit. You've You've mentioned cold emails working for you. I have sent about 10 to 15 of them in 2022 and it didn't work so well. So let's talk about your end being the good end and then I'll tell you why it didn't work for me. So honestly, for both of us, I would say volume was the issue. Oh, I, for sure. Honestly, I, I don't know how many I sent. And when I look at the whole grand scheme of things, I feel like it's not a lot. And if I were to guess, I would say... I, this is probably a really big range, but I probably only sent like 100 to 200 cold emails. And out of those 100 to 200 cold emails, that got me one in-person meet. And I think I got about two replies saying, thanks for this. I'll keep you in mind. Yeah. So uh, probably under a percent reply rate or actual leading to something rate. So Mm -hmm. it's tough. And I think, with cold emails, you got to have volume. So, And I think even if it's to one person, volume in the same email thread is important too because I know people reach out to me all the time and they say, hey, this is what I do. I'm a voiceover artist, blah, 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 blah. I might not answer them the first time. Then they follow up a couple months later and they're like, hey, hope you're doing well. Just want to let you know I'm still here. Next month after that, they say, hey, here's a cool article about video production stuff. And then by the mm-hmm. fourth email, I'm like, oh, thanks. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah. Send me your prices, whatever it might be. So I think uh, and that doesn't work with every situation, but it is important to follow up with people. And it is for sure volume. My 10 cold emails for the year was probably the main reason <laughs> I did get one response and it uh, semi led to a relationship. I already knew the person. 
But um, yeah, volume. Maybe that's one thing I'll try to do in 2023 is more cold emails. But I don't know. I don't love sending them. It's not my favorite thing to do, you know? I take, you create a template, send maybe. Templates are bad, Tyler. Okay, they need to be personalized. Okay, you create the template, add a section for personalization, and then you send it. Fair. Okay, that's fair. You send one to five per day, only on uh, Monday through Friday. You could even. You could even do it on a Saturday or Sunday and then schedule the emails out. That's what I did. I yeah. I would pretty much do Saturday and Sunday. I would try and find as many. So I was, my my niche that I was going after was realtors and real estate agents. I would find as many as I could, find their emails, and then I would send, their, send the email. And I would do this all on like a Saturday or Sunday. And I would schedule all of the emails to go out Monday. And I would send like five to 10 that day, five to 10 Tuesday, five to 10 Wednesday, five to 10. So I was just doing that a bunch. And honestly, that's what you could do. I was sending, I was sending, I went above and beyond. I was sending videos to these people. Yeah. I, I was know, recording them. But, and I'm like, Hey, I saw your website. And then it was like screen recorded showing them. That was so much work, man. Oof. I, I like the personalization touch. Maybe you could uh, test it out a little bit and maybe do do a couple of those and then couple without it. And then you could see what has a higher response rate. Yeah. I think I was doing it too professional, professional, not professional, but too polished. Whereas I should just go in there and be like, Hey, I'm Easton. I run a video production company. I was just looking at your website. Here's what I saw. Instead. I wanted to get my lines perfect. I want to be like, Hey, I saw this, this X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. So maybe I'll, I'll do that. But I like that idea of sending a few without videos and with videos, see what the response rate is. Yeah. And then what you were talking about earlier where people were following up on you, it's funny because right before this, I was thinking about cold emails too. And I was, I was like, I should go back and reply to those. It's way too late now. It's Mm -hmm. probably been like six months (laughs) since then, but maybe having like a reminder to remind yourself, anyone that does or follow up on you, because I had the two, two or three people that followed up and said, thanks, I'll keep you in mind. Be like, just pop back in their email email inbox and be like, "Hey, did hey, you keep me I'm in still mind?" Here. <laughs> right? Am I still? You in have mind? any houses? Yeah, yeah. I would like so. to film them. Um, <laughs> but no, yeah, cold emails. Something I definitely want to do in 2023. We'll see. Again, that's if I had some time freed up, I would like that because then I can focus more on the cold outreach stuff. You know? Yeah. Maybe I got to stop For watching sure. Vikings game. Then I'll have an extra three hours a week. An extra yeah. f- five Season's hours, actually. Fun. Yeah, there we go. See this oh, upcoming this upcoming year after February, the Super Bowl when they win it, it's gonna be it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be a good time. Uh, YouTube, that's something I want to talk about. We both have that on our list. I would say YouTube wasn't super successful for me this year. I always say like, hey, I'm gonna put a lot of effort towards YouTube this year. I'm going to you know do a video a week, and I always it always just falls on the back burner. So again it's never a priority. There's other things that I just think matter more. Whereas that is a long-term thing where if I posted once a week, if I did that for three, four years, it would pay off in three, four years. But I don't know. I always just, I end up doing stuff that I think is more important right now. And then I just forget about it. Yeah. I think that's one thing that you need to think about is what's going to be more important in the future. Obviously getting, getting your projects in and done now, pay the bills, But, you know, finding that extra few hours to film the YouTube video. And I think that's one thing that I learned this year. My first year on YouTube, I made a goal of posting once per week. And honestly, I don't think my quality was really there. 
the quality of the video quality of the storytelling quality of whatever it might be i just don't think it was there and when i started not posting once per week i started doing basically whenever i had a video done i would post it and i tried to make it as good as possible i noticed those videos did a lot more or a lot better so what i found was quality was much better than quantity yeah and that's something that i learned early in my youtube journey as well it's like i was putting out videos but man they sucked no no wonder people weren't watching them whereas <laughs> they're you know they're i don't even want to watch this <laughs> yeah oh gosh it's like i don't even i should delete this off my computer but it's going on youtube instead uh but yeah if you put if you put some work into it that's when you know you start to reap the rewards of that so Definitely something I say it every year, 2023, I'm going to try to get to this year's goal is to get to a thousand subscribers. Uh, I think I'm at 800 something, uh, maybe somewhere in there. So if I don't get to a thousand, it's going to be a very bad year, but hopefully, you know, I like to shoot for the moon, man. I want to say 5,000, but we'll see 2023. It's going to be a good year. I think that's year. what you got to do. You don't, don't aim for 1,000, aim for hundred thousand. Cause yeah. then you're going to say, what do I got to do to get to 100,000 instead of saying, what do I got to do to get to 1,000? Yeah. What do I got to do to get to 1,000? Like, yeah. Nothing. Exactly. I literally could Maybe just like, get to 1,000 by yeah. not posting again. I get probably a few not. a month. Yeah. Yeah. Probably not. Maybe it's like, oh, maybe if I post like three videos, I'll get to 1,000. Whereas if I have to get to 100,000, then you're probably going to put out a much better quality video. Mm -hmm. And not only that, you might put out more quality videos. Yeah. So... Maybe, maybe it's switching the mindsets to saying I'm going to hit 100,000 instead of 1,000. The 10X rule. I heard this from Cody Warner. He said everything he wants to do in a year, he multiplies it by 10 and says he wants to do 10 of them. So he says, I want to buy a house this year. He said, I want to buy 10 houses this year. What do I have to do to buy 10 houses this year? So that's his goal. So maybe, yeah, that, that'll be my goal this year. I want to make $500,000 in gross revenue and 100,000 YouTube subscribers. Okay. There's two goals. Chalk them up. It's live. It's out there in the world. Accountability <laughs> here. Exactly. I'm gonna make a. I'm gonna make a reel that just says that. <laughs> I want to make five hundred thousand dollars this year. <laughs> that's the reel. It's four seconds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. Um. All right. What else can we go into here? Uh. There's a couple of things that we don't really need to dive into. Uh, highlight reel. I kind of talked about that. It it helped. Just I like showing the new. Uh, the new content that I've filmed this year, the production quality is better, but that's nothing that's really uh, game changing in my business. I think that's just something that happens every single year, which January is coming up. I'm going to have to make a new one, but um, highlight reel, kind of just the thing that happened. Tyler, is there anything else on yours you want to talk about? Networking, you talked about a little bit. Do you have anything that you want to talk about with networking? Um, I didn't I do, like a, ton you do of a lot of networking. You're a big talker. Yeah, I just talk to people. I just like to talk to people in general, whether it's business or not. And I think that's helped. I did one networking event where I went up and spoke at Startup Minot, it's called. Uh, it's just this quick, like 15 minute conversation they have every once a month on Thursday mornings. And I went and kind of talked about my business and met a few people. So that was the only thing. And then I did a career fair for the kids. Um, that's it's the Minot Career Area Expo. And you go there and kind of just show off your industry. That wasn't super amazing because I didn't speak with any of the other business owners or people that were at the event. It was pretty much strictly kids. I maybe had one or two conversations, but nothing really came of that. As far as the networking goes, I think the business podcast was the biggest thing, and I kind of knew that would be the biggest thing. I've filmed 31 episodes in 2022 so far, and we're filming four more next week. So we'll have 35 under my belt, which is 35 people I've had hour-long conversations with. 
And then hopefully, you know, in 2023, there's another 52 conversations I'm having. So that's something that's been the biggest thing for networking. But again, it's just, you know, if you meet people at a bar or grocery store or whatever, just be nice to that person. You never know what comes of it. Yeah, I like it. I don't think everyone is like you and wants to start a podcast, but I think Mm -hmm. that's a great way to, you know, make a lot of good connections. And the good thing about that, you don't really got to leave your home for it. And the other scenarios, you have to like go out to networking events or Mm -hmm. you have to go out and try and find someone. So I think that's one thing that I'm going to be trying to do a lot better this coming year is networking and trying to make, make, make a lot more and better relationships. Yeah, it's kind of a cheat code, honestly, having these conversations with people. But then I think about it, you know, I reached out to a few people on LinkedIn and on Instagram, just not introducing myself, but maybe I had a question. I know one of my clients, the Fargo client, came for me reaching out on LinkedIn saying, dude, I love your hot sauce. Like, let's just be friends. Uh, And then it turned into what it is now. So reaching out to people, even, you know, commenting on people's Instagram that you might not know, swiping up on a story they have, you know, sharing one of their posts. Those things are minor things that can bring your networking level to the next, even if you don't want to start a podcast or go to these networking events. I like those tips. I might have to apply some of those in this coming year. There you go. Start stabbing into those DMs, bro. It goes down in the DMs. It goes down. That's that's one thing that we have at so easily at our fingertips is, you know, we have social media, we have all these platforms that we're able to meet with people instantly and just connect with them and, you know, just tap into their network. So yeah, dude, DMs, doing. DMs are crazy. It's not just for picking up chicks, man. If you go in there, like if you DM, I know I DM'd a guy on TikTok. He does like whiteboard explainer videos on how to run ads for people. I'm like, hey, nice. uh, what's your email? I might need you. <laughs> I might need you in the future to do some ads for some of my clients. So I have that guy's email and we're friends. We had a freaking five minute conversation on TikTok. Uh, but yeah, just reach into people's DMs, even if you don't want to take them on a date. That's awesome. I did that the other night. I, I, so I had, I post, post these reels and this guy ended up following me. So I, I was like, you know what? I got to start getting better at D or networking. Yep. So I'm going to eat or DM this guy, DM'd him, said, yo, what up? Because I was following him as well. I saw he's doing a lot of similar stuff as that I'm doing. Yep. So I just reached out to him and said, just trying to introduce myself and, you know, meet, meet some new people. Yeah. Which is awesome. Similar paths. I think it's very underrated too. So get out there and meet some people. That's our advice for, uh, 2023. That's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to meet a bunch of people and hopefully I can uh, film videos for them. Tyler, anything else you want to talk about about your uh, 2022? Otherwise, let's get into this week's business idea. I think we're good to jump into the business idea. All right. It is your turn this week. Somehow I came up with something last week, so now I'm going to throw it over to you. Yeah, so I'm not sure. Maybe you'll be able to help help me out and create this into a better product. But recently, I've been cutting up lemons and... A lot of times I'm finding a lot of seeds in there and it's really annoying cutting up the lemon, taking the seeds out, cutting them up and then taking the seeds out and just adds like an extra 10 to 15 minutes onto my lemon journey of (laughs) cutting them up and squirting them into my water. So what I was thinking about doing is if there was like an x-ray machine that we could create that could look to see inside of a lemon to see if there's any seeds in it so we can avoid them. (laughs) To not pick them up from the grocery store? Pardon? 
like to not pick mean? them out of the grocery store. Like you're walking yeah, through a grocery yeah, store exactly. and you're like, yeah, that was especially with 13. like oranges too, or like clementines. There's all there's so many, like my mom used to always buy clementines and there's always seeds in them. And it's like, this is so annoying to have to go through the seeds. And then maybe sometimes like you bite it. It's like, ah, do they make lemons with no seeds? I don't know. I don't know how they would do that, but there's a lot of lemons that don't have seeds and those are the ones I like. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I don't know if... You kind of stumped me, Tyler. I'm not much of an <laughs> inventor on how to make this x-ray. Uh, I mean, it would be good. I mean, I think it would be more beneficial if you created a product that stripped these lemons easier. Um, I think I think there is... I know, I know for apples, there's like a little chomp, chomper thing that you can yep. like put it in and then it like slices it into like eight different slices. Yep. So there's that, but it creates like a whole centerpiece for it. So I don't know. It probably, there's, there probably is a creation that is something similar with that for lemons, but it would be nice to not have any seeds. I feel like I need to go cut open a lemon to un really understand what you're talking about. I just buy le uh, lemon <laughs> juice just in a little, it's mm. shaped like a lemon. It's not the same. It's not, it's not the same. But convenience convenience you yeah know, it's that's just, true that's true people pay for convenience i yeah because i hate when i go to restaurants and they put a lemon in my water which i like lemon in my water when i go to restaurants i always ask for it but then i'm sucking up the water and a seed goes shooting through the straw maybe here's an invention <laughs> straws that have a little mesh thing on the bottom of them so water can go through but those fat seeds can't <laughs> now we're talking it's funny i, I it's funny you say that it's not really for this but i bought a tea cup thing and then it has a straw and i bought also this matcha cheat matcha no it's not matcha tea it's yerba mate and the tea basically comes in leaves so you just pour yep. it in and then the straw is basically what you're describing where it has it and it just it's like a spoon but it's it's covered and it just has a couple holes on the end so you just okay so it doesn't have like the the tea leaves don't go I think we should start a movement to have those straws be in every restaurant from here on out forever for the rest of eternity. Herba mate, isn't that what uh, the Argentinians were drinking during the World Cup? I have no idea. They brought, I think they brought 100,000 pounds of it to Qatar and all the other teams, no one brought more than like <coughs> 20,000 pounds. Apparently it's supposed to just be like super good for you. It's like a, it's like a caffeine substitute. So I don't know. It's supposed to keep them healthy while I don't know, it's supposed to keep them healthy while they were during the world cup and they brought 10 times more than any other team and now the world champions. So that's that. oh, the, the, the soccer team brought it. Yeah. I thought it was the people. Oh no. Interesting. They brought like 11,000 per player and, staff okay wow. and maybe it's just a better way to have the caffeine yeah. instead of drinking More an energy natural. drink or something yeah so but yeah you can see photos of them drinking them out of the like coconut things all over the huh. all over the internet right now you'll have to look it up but yeah i don't so know one thing uh, that you said sorry go ahead one thing that you said where people pay for convenience this is what what i actually heard the other day people pay for there's two things that people pay for hope and convenience so they pay for say for video services, they pay for the hope that they're going to get a really high quality product that's going to promote their brand. Or maybe it's a supplement company. It's like they pay for the hope that they're going to lose weight or they pay for the hope that they're going to get in shape. So those are the two things people pay for. Yeah. Keep in the back of your mind. There we go. How can I, I make really people like pay for hope? 
or just make their life more convenient with videos. I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah. That you offer, which is uh, good. Yeah. Uh, business idea, as far as the X-ray goes, I don't know how much I can help you on that one. Uh, if anyone is listening that can give us a few more ideas on how to <laughs> spot the, the seeded lemons, let us know. Maybe it's like, maybe there's like some way for your phone to be able to scan it and then measure inside of it because i know there's like a stud finder app i tried using it didn't work so maybe there's a way that it could find like x-rays but i highly doubt it maybe this there's probably got to be some technology maybe the seeds are a different temperature and they could do like a heat thing kind of like when snipers are like oh 